When you've had a long week and want to mix it up with something new and interesting to eat, try Blue Apron's two or four serving menu plans with those hard to find ingredients sure to spice up your weekend. With 60 plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW recommended and wellness offerings. Order now and get $110 off across your first five orders when you visit blueapron.com unique. Welcome to Say by the Ben, a Say by the Bell podcast. I am your host and we are at episode 10. And yes, I have not said my name on there, but if you're listening, you should know my name or you can easily find it on the World Wide Web. This is episode 10. We have our First returning guest, Smack Morris. We get talking about Saved by the Bell a little bit too much, just like we did in part one. And this time we end up, uh, you know, taking our gloves off and uh, getting ready to throw some punches here. Not at each other, but at the world. But in a good way that makes sense. Because we make sense. <laughs> Enjoy. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. That's why I use it. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. I do it all on my phone. I have my friends check in. It's one click, one click, and it's good to go. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. I made 38 cents, so eat that. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, man. Good. Um hold on one second. I I had, uh, I downloaded the app and I was on the app, but it didn't uh I never got any sort of invite through it. Interesting. Well, uh you're here now, so and you sound uh better than last time. So good. I think I think we're on to something good here. Excellent. So how have you been uh since the last episode? Uh, good man. I mean, it's uh, uh, I I end up with like just as I think I probably said before, things aren't as bad for me as there as other people. The result of the the whole virus and lockdown and everything, my you know things are pretty good for me. I've got some cool opportunities. Uh, got a few irons and a few different fires, and then of course I, I want to get ECCW up and running again whenever we can um, when we can have crowds. Excellent. Yeah, do you know? How about you? Um, no, I've been good. I've just been uh, kind of plugging away. Yeah, different irons and different fires. Uh, you know, keep myself busy enough, and um, I guess yeah, watching some Say by the Bell too. Uh, <laughs> me too, man. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, so I heard that you, you told me. I don't know if this was on the last episode or if we talked elsewhere um, that you had finished the the whole podcast, the, um, Zach to the future. Is that right? No way. 
All right, I'm back. And hey. I, you know what? I think I you sound good, and I think I figured it all out. I think we're going to be good. We're going to be able to record right through smooth sailing. Okay, excellent. Uh, I don't know if on that last one, if I hit it with my face or what, but I'm going to turn the screen off. No, my phone closed. And oh, I, just ma- I just made sure that my phone won't. Um, I just put it on never go to lock screen, and we're good. Oh, okay. That that would be what it what it is, because yeah, yeah. It, uh, it says don't leave the screen. So yeah, perfect. Okay. Um. So well, at least uh, I got those, and they can just it stops where we stopped, so it's uh, we don't have to start over or anything. It just cool. Can well, we? Yeah, part one. I think I was I was talking about um about finishing Zach to the Future podcast. Yeah. Um and I'm really I'm really eager for new episodes. I don't I don't have you heard when they're supposed to start up again? Uh the podcast or the TV show? The, the podcast. Um I don't I don't what are they doing on the next part of the podcast? They just it was like almost like they did like a a season of a podcast is like I didn't know podcast has seasons. <laughs> and they they I don't know if it was just the the, they ended on Jesse's song, which is obviously the most famous, I think, of all the Saved by the Bell episodes. The I'm so excited, I'm so excited, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, yeah. Which was, I mean, obviously stood out to everybody. Um, and uh, But I don't know if they were, I don't remember if they were saying that it was the last episode of the season. Or if they were, if they already were into season two, maybe. But the bottom line is they said they're they're off for a while and they're going to come back with with more. So, um, uh, but yeah, it was it was great. I I really love every episode. Um, I love the way they break it down. Um, I love the this. I mean, they make jokes about half of the podcast is about Mark Paul's Mark Paul Gosler's hair. I I don't mind. I don't mind. You can make yeah. it just as much a part of the podcast as, as you want. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. It's And I, I think I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this in the message to you, that I feel like it it can help my writing. Like as far as like, um, I say writing, but I mean like when I'm putting together wrestling shows or putting together like vignettes or like segments in the back. Um yeah, it, it's like I already think I already think it's helped. Like just how much I watched it, I, 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 a show like Kids in the Hall I watched growing up. I think really cool. helped me put vignettes together because it just <laughs> you know how to get the most out of like a three minute sketch, you know? Yeah. And um, and so when I listen to Dashiell and Mark Paul talk about the show and what you know, oh, what this part needed or the writing here or they even had one of the one of the writers on one of the episodes and it, it it's funny i keep like i it's like i i hesitate to to speak you know highly of 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 my favorite show like as if i'm afraid someone's going to be thinking i take it too seriously but like what i said last time about the contributions with the new show to the whole uh the whole transgender thing how well done it is the where they're not forcing it down people's throats they're just really this is a a character on the show that is isn't she's not she deserves to be cast whether she was transgender or not is my point she she's not there because she's transgender it it, that's just a, a a part of her 
her uh, um, identity rather yeah, than all of it. Personality. Yeah, it's not that she's the transgender person. That's, that's right. And every joke and every, yeah, um, every little bit, every yeah problem or whatever revolves around that's right it's just that she's or that yeah it's transgender yeah and 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 i think i mentioned to you too she's a heel and and like it's like that shows right there like um confidence it's you don't have okay just you know because it's this group that's that's had trouble with acceptance it doesn't mean they always need to be in the role of hero she's a very she's a she's a heel she's a likable heel like like zach like zach was and like mac like zach's son mac is yeah um but it's uh i just it it's uh like i said it, it just hearing them hear them talk about it and and it's i think it's just it's it's helped me i think i'm gonna be able to um apply it in in certain areas yeah, I mean, it's uh, one of those shows. I mean, the more that, you know, I don't, it's stuff that you never thought that we'd have access to or, you know, the behind the scenes that a lot of shows have been able to do. Or, you know, yeah. We have the commentary over over the movie or the yeah. episode and uh, and kind of hear what they're they're thinking about and, you know, why they – set this shot up this way yes yes or yeah. even just why like there there's there's a, even a uh an episode where they're discussing budgets and how they'll have a, a show where they'll use a lot of the budget and you'll notice in the following episode that most of the episode is restricted to like two rooms like two part two sets rather than the previous Uh-oh. one yeah so it's like um, even that was really interesting to hear. There was even a name for it. I don't remember the term, but um, um, I, I just, yeah, I'm learning about TV and, and about uh, boat writing. And um, there's something too about how the writer, I get, or is it, I think it might even be Fra- um, Franco Barrio. Um, who, who was a writer on the show? Uh, he's, uh, or producer. producer, producer, I think executive producer but it's um one of someone one of the well, the higher ups it was he didn't he didn't feel the need to um give a whole bunch of backstory it's like you could jump right into the middle of things and kind of catch everyone up on what's going on um you know it, it, you know within those first couple of minutes rather than setting it up which can just you know it's like um uh, you can refer to things and just get to the point quicker. And I guess when you got 22 minutes to work with, that's, that's important. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, you can walk in at any time in the series and there'll be small things that you might not, you know, that you have to be pretty into the show to mm-hmm. really catch on to. But for the most part, you can just walk in on any show. And just well, you know what proves watching. that? Is that the fact that, that they didn't even air them in order when they like they have um, the episode King of the Hill, which is supposed to be the the original the or the the pilot, not the Good Morning Miss Biss pilot, obviously, but but the new version. Um, yeah, and 
And then they end up, and then on the first run, they aired King of the Hill, where Slater shows up, and Zach's all, you know, worried about, you know, him about uh, competition for Kelly. Um, it's the one where he does, he brings down the 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 um, cardboard cutout of of Kelly, um, yeah, that... holding the volleyball, and yeah. um, and but they end up airing that like three quarters of the way through the season. So it's it, they started with. Um, the first episode that aired was uh, "Dancing to the Max." Yeah, which was, I, I mean, it didn't have to be the first, like the one that the King of the Hill would make a lot of sense to set up. Well, the yeah, whole it show really was. It. it was, it was the introduction of Slater. It was Slater showing up to the school. So it's like I don't know if I thought of that as a kid, but like watching it, and it's like, why are they? You know what? I ended up. I bet you, I just thought I missed it. As a kid, I, I bet you I just thought that this was a that it was a rerun, and I missed it the first time it was on. That's probably what it was. Yeah, I could see that one with, you know, not yeah having reruns or the DVDs or Peacock. Well, we didn't that. have yeah, and it's a different time now. Like it's like Zach and Driscoll always say on on that. Like, who would have thought we would be talking about this thirty years later? Like the way that. And passionately, you know, we're obviously both of us are big fans and yeah. we're both really interested. We watch a lot of it. We, we want to talk about it. If we meet someone else that likes it, I'm sure you're the same as me. You love talking to others about it. Yeah, totally. But I mean, yeah, there's, there are few and far between, but I mean, even the people that talk about like most people that if I say some say by the bell, they'll have fond memories of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe say it's it's dumb some people, but then usually those people are there's usually a reason why they say it's dumb. But uh, yeah, yeah, I agree uh, with you. Uh, it's it's kind of a cool judge of character. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Good call. Good call. <laughs> but it's um, but with the did I did you ever end up uh, watching that? Um, weird episode. No, I haven't thrown it on yet. Is it? Is it good? Uh, I mean, it's it's interesting. It's so is how the show Say by the Bell, not the Miss Bliss, but the Say by the Bell ends up um on the Saturday morning rotation. So it was like because I know that it first aired on a Friday night or something. Okay, so then. So that huh. they they shot that the, was it the debut of 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 Saved by the Bell on Saturday morning was when Mark Paul and Dustin Diamond did that. I think so because it was yeah all the Saved by the Bell the six of them were all in the episode. Oh, they're all on it. Okay. Yeah, and um, but yeah, they're in this you know TV world and going and having all these crossovers with the. The other shows. Oh wow! Okay, well, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to remember to throw that on uh, tonight. Hopefully, yep. hopefully my uh, my wife is into it too. <laughs> I, I hope so. It's it's at least interesting. It's. Uh, I mean, it's, and some of the shows I don't remember at all. But um, it's like I, I couldn't believe they really had a show for that. Um, but. <laughs> Like one of them was there was a Karate Kid cartoon. Yeah, and I I had no recollection of that one, but um, 
did, yeah, so did, go- did did they have like did Ralph Macchio do the voice and everything? Like, did they actually have all the right actors doing the voices? I'm not sure because it was only uh, it was a real short one with that one, maybe like 20, 30 seconds. So I'm not sure if it really uh-huh. was him or not. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a way to kind of promote every show and yeah, you know, get everything in. But it was. It was something I hadn't seen yet until this last year, and um, I still have to watch the original crazy. Good Morning Miss Bliss pilot too. On it is on YouTube, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. uh, take the time to check that out too. Okay, yeah, maybe uh, maybe that one can be another one we can go back. to. Ah, I like uh, that. Let's do it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's not. I mean, they they really did a great job casting once they. Once they got the casting, yeah. And I don't know what really happened to the other people. I looked up some of them because of this episode, um, with like uh, the guy who plays Milo. Like he he was in this one movie, Ski Patrol, mm-hmm. that I remember, and then he did a whole bunch of impressions, um, doing stand up and stuff of that stuff like that and um that's all i remember him from and that's what it was and uh max is uh he's a a hockey official in argentina now um edelon oh oh oh, mikey oh no not not max not that max like max uh from good morning miss bliss yeah um uh uh that he played mikey Mikey. Yeah. Why, uh, yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Wrote down Max. Um, yeah, Mikey. Yeah, became a. But what's official. his real? But what's his real name? Uh, maybe it is Max. Yeah, Max Patillo, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Mikey, okay. coincidentally, dude, um, I got a good buddy. His name's Jason Burkhart. Um, he's an actor. He's actually gonna be. Uh, um. Have, I'm gonna have him involved with ECCW when we get going again. But he's uh, you'd you'd recognize he was on um, that show Once Upon a Time as Little John, um, and then he's oh. he's done some other stuff as well. Um, but he's he knows Mikey. Um, oh, he knows Max Max Patillo. So I'm I'm um, I'm hoping at some point uh, we're gonna be able to get together, um, like to the point where they still hang out sometimes, and they they Facetime me once um so Whoa. yeah so uh maybe hey maybe even i could even get him to do the podcast yeah that would be that'd be sweet just to yeah be able to ask questions i mean who, yeah i don't know who's him about the show um and yeah i mean that'd be fucking killer yeah so if i end up connecting with him and if he seems like a cool dude then i'll then i'll try to connect him with you and yeah sure yeah, yeah, and put you on there um, for that. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be pretty, pretty awesome. I I was trying to think about that too. If there's people, and I mean, I don't want to follow any of the other podcasts, which is kind of hard to do because I feel like this one they just did is just so well done. At least from the I'm on episode nine now. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's. They they get into some stuff that I don't pick up on at all. Um, but it's a different. I mean, it's a different cat, right? Like you're w- what we're doing. This is two fans without insight that are just 
both coming from fans perspectives, you know, entertainers perspectives, but fans perspectives. And um, I, I don't feel like, like you need to, to, uh, you know, it's, nobody's going to connect with no, or nobody's going to compete with Zach Morris, uh, yeah. you know, actually doing the podcast. So um, uh, this is, uh, this is something different. And I think that there's people that, that would enjoy hearing the, uh, the fans perspective and, and probably a lot of people relate to, to what we're saying about it when we watch it. Yeah. That's, that's what I think too. Yeah, I wanted to keep it different than that. Um, just because, yeah, it was, you know, you can't really do something, a podcast like that for, you know, when it's us doing it. And, um, I mean, we weren't, we weren't there. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's different, but it's, it's cool. It's, it makes the experience kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just being able to talk about whatever on Saved by the Bell and remembering it, I guess. That that just blows my mind still every time I I hear it. It's uh, that just, Zach, there's like one thing out of maybe every two episodes that he remembers. Yeah, yeah. All detail. And Do, um, do you know I find him... Um... It, it he must be getting a lot of tweets from from fans like i don't really i don't hold it against him like i'm not like why what do you mean you didn't watch it <laughs> like i it, it, it i get the impression from from things he says that like he gets these angry tweets or something from fans that are like offended that he doesn't remember shit and like cuz that's what it come it kind of comes off sometimes where oh, he's almost like defensive and he'll be like and then you know and then uh this like in Jesse's song where, where, you know, he said that when they did that scene, like it, it was actually really powerful and like everybody laughs about it, but it was actually really powerful. And it was really like, they really gave it their all. And, um, and then he like, he'll follow it up with like, and that's what I remember. I remember stuff like that. Like, it's like, he's doing it in a way. Like, he's like, like, come on guys, give me a break. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Because I think people are 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 on them about that stuff. I do find it interesting though when I, I know I'm a super fan when when I know stuff like off the top of my head that Dashiell Driscoll has to look up. Yeah, it's kind of a cool feeling. <laughs> like like when they didn't know that Zach had a dad in Good Morning Miss Bliss. I'm like he dated Miss Bliss for gosh sake. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, then then they switch the dad up. Or yeah, switch, yeah, yeah. I like uh, the I like the new dad. I like the dad in 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 the regular show. The the kind of yuppie yeah. kind of a uh, computer salesman. Yeah, I thought it worked. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did too. And um, and yeah, they didn't have his mom. I don't think. In no, the, the mom was in two were, they were, they two episodes. Forced. Oh, not in Good Morning Miss Bliss. Oh, in Good Morning Miss Bliss, there wasn't a mom. No, because right? well, yeah, okay. there wasn't talk about well, her, anyways. Yeah, maybe there, but, were, yeah. maybe she was dead or something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, she was in the Christmas episode where Zach gets gets uh, with the homeless with the girl. Homeless girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach dates the homeless. Not shitting the homeless or anything. I don't want to sound insensitive, right. but <laughs> yeah, Zach brings. And I'm going to say it right now. I know we're supposed to be talking about the showdown and we'll get into the showdown and I'm looking forward yeah. to talking about the showdown, but 
I don't think the chick that played the homeless girl was hot enough for Zach, especially to make up for being homeless. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) she's she was one of his like lesser like attractive uh, girls. Yeah, well, and she brought along her dad. (laughs) Them all in the bathroom. That's true. And (laughs) okay, I think we might have to do okay. Save the Chris, save the Christmas episode for me as well. So we've got two. Okay, I want to do the original. That's a two parter. That's right. That's right. I managed to book myself on two more. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, but let's do the showdown. So we, I don't want to get cut off. Let's 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 okay. let's do it because I I'm stoked. I don't know if anybody else has volunteered to do, um, Good Morning Miss Bliss with you. Have they? Not yet. No. That's uh-huh. right. So I I I always like to give Good Morning Miss Bliss a lot of love. Yeah, I, I do too. It's the kind of the, it's not the unsung hero, but it's definitely something that needs to be brought up and there wouldn't be anything without it. That's right. That's right. And God, God like, uh, b- bless Haley Mills. Um, that had to be hard for the show to be named after you and then you get the boot. Yeah, it's uh, sort of the uh, Roseanne. Yes. But for different reasons, I yes, guess. Yes, yes, different reasons. Different reasons. Well, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> we, <laughs> We're starting the rumors right now that Haley Mills yeah. was a racist. She <laughs> yeah. made some comments and uh, got, got, it was the cancel culture before cancel culture was a thing. Yeah, she she started it all. She was the, <laughs> the pioneer, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and then they brought in the new guns here. Uh, and uh, what was so? Uh, Tina, the other teacher. Uh, so she has a four octave range in her voice, which is pretty fucking crazy. Um, she's I think she's a Broadway actress and. Ah. Has like a one woman show going, which was oh good for her. Something, yeah. And still, I think she has that going on. Wow. And then, and then, so how old do you think Miss Bliss was in during this uh, series? Um, I, uh, I would say, I would say thirty eight. Okay. Yeah, she was forty-two. Um, oh, I was. But, I was. That was good to her. Yeah, I thought she was. I always thought her. She was like in her fifties uh, during the show. I was but. gonna say forties, but then I thought people didn't like. We're we've come up with like better ways to like maintain our youth. Um, yeah. In today, so like I thought maybe maybe I'll say thirty-eight, so I'm not like super insulting. By going to right. 40s, my first thought was 40s. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and then it just was so odd with with her. Um, I don't know. It, I just pictured her. But, I mean, I was also pretty young yeah. uh, when I was watching it. And so, I mean, she, maybe she seemed older. But, I mean, even. Dude, when, when we were kids, I thought 30, 30 seemed old to me. Yeah, it was like I, I like it was up until I was like up until I was thirty, and then I was like, "Holy shit, I'm thirty. and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "I hope this isn't old." 
Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it 30 seemed old as a kid. So never mind in their fifties or 42. Yeah. 40, 42 is not so bad. Yeah. Actually, that's uh, how old I am right now. I am, I am as old as Miss Bliss was during Good Morning, Miss Bliss. That's that's fucking crazy. That's <laughs> wild. Like you've gone the the whole. Uh, I mean, because I don't know how old you know Belding was or or them. Because isn't Zach you know the same age as Belding yeah. now as he was that's during they, the show? Yeah, that's what they said on the on the podcast. So I mean, yeah. So you're as old as Miss Bliss. So you're probably Mark Paul Gosler is older than you, though. Definitely. Yeah, he's, he's probably. A, yeah, I think he's. Um, I think he's maybe five years older. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe a little less, but. Um, yeah, I think I remember he's like still... forty-six or forty-eight or something. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, that seems that seems about right. Because yeah, I have a brother who's around that age, and so I think it was somewhere he might have been like a year or two older than him. But um, yeah, so. Wow, okay, you're just the same age as Miss Bliss, and uh, <laughs> um, and so, so this episode has Zeke, um, Deke, Deke, yeah. Oh, it's okay, Deke. Yeah. How am I so off today? <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on because because Screech goes and spells his name wrong, and he spells it D E E K. That's right. That's right. Which was the the whole thing of the episode? Well, yeah, um, that that really uh, uh, that would have been the first uh, uh, tip off to Miss Bliss that something was up. Yeah, and because uh, so and Deke in this episode was twenty. I thought he looked um, way older. I, I I like I I wrote yeah. that down actually in my notes. I said Deke. That just the actor looks like he does. He certainly doesn't look like he belongs in grade eight. Yeah, unless he got held back. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Or... Okay, well there we go. There's the answer to that. Yeah, um, but his uh, his deadpan's pretty fucking spot on. Yeah. Uh, throughout the episode, just he plays he plays Deke. Just uh, how Deke should be played. Oh, I right thought he there. was great. I re- I thought he did a a, a great job. Um, uh, right off the bat, uh, I think it's Mikey that that uh, refers to him as a a psychopath. Um, what's the first word that comes to mind with the new kid or something? Psychopath. Which I mean, I might some people might find offensive these days. You're not supposed to throw around terms like that willy nilly. But uh, yeah, uh, they get pretty pretty harsh. They they knew that Deke was in town, and yeah, I don't know if that was yeah his first day or if he had already been there and just got, or he, he just said he got transferred in yeah. to um, her class. But there was so. a there was a rumble though. They were talking. Well, oh, have you heard anything about this new kid? And uh, so yeah, I wonder yeah if he was in a school nearby. Yeah, or... yeah. Uh, you know, word travels that fast. Uh, you know what I noticed um, in Miss Bliss's class in that first scene. Uh, I'll ask. I'll ask you. You grew up. I, I'm a. I'm a Canadian. I grew up in Canada. 
Um, uh-huh. But I, I love I love the USA. I always have. I always will. And um, there's a there's a American flag in the in the class in Miss Bliss's class. Did you have an American flag in in your classes? Yeah, and at least through grade school, I I think maybe after, but I know up through grade school, every day we had to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. And then at some point we didn't have to. Um, but yeah, every, every morning. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have the flag usually kind of right in the corner in one of the corners of the room. And well, yeah, we all, if it was up to me, you still would. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, I, it had to have been, cause I know I didn't do it in high school, mm-hmm. maybe in middle school, but I mean, that would have still even been over 20 years ago. And um, yeah, I don't think that 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 would be the case. I don't think. Well, that I'd, I'd certainly wouldn't. It's do it anymore. No, if they're if they're hanging up a American flag in American schools these days, I I bet it's upside down. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, you're probably right with that. And you know, there would be some. You know, there. I mean, there'd be outrage all over for someone putting a flag of their own country up in a classroom because. Somehow, a flag of your own country is offensive, mm. uh, which is interesting. That's a whole other that podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, well, we can we can dive into that some uh, <laughs> if if need be. All right, uh, you're not you don't restrict you don't restrict the uh, you know the subject matter here. We can just go where we want to go. Is what you're saying. Yeah, where the podcast goes, where the podcast goes. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, I don't know, because yeah, the whole whatever, you know, people wearing a flag, because you mean, you're not, you're not supposed to wear a flag, um, like on anything, mm-hmm. which is different in Canada, where, you know. What, you're not supposed to put the, the, the flag on any of your clothes? Uh uh-uh. uh. Really? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure on that one. Like, what about just like a, uh-huh. an American? I can't put a a patch or something. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hmm. Unless I think, unless you're like in the armed forces. Oh my or, goodness! Or wow. Like that. Um. Don't don't quote me on that one, but and I, I know at least you can't, and you can't, you know, wear. I know you can't have any part of the flag, like the actual flag, put on you, or you know, no. do anything with that. And, um, but well, I've always a- yeah. admired how patriotic uh, um, the the patriots in, in in the United States are. I still do. Um, I you know I've I've always been a proud Canadian. There's some things about our country and our government that's concerning me now, though. Um, uh, but uh, it. Uh, I've always, um, always loved the USA. I think Hulk Hogan, uh, certainly helped that. <laughs> uh, I was obviously, I was a Hulkamaniac and, um, you know, he, he was all about the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, that probably same thing with me. Uh, I, I have my Hulkamania stuff still, some of it. Yep. And, and it's. Yeah, I mean, he was part of that reason, definitely, that um, I liked it. And, yeah, whatever he would do, I'd be 
trying to emulate yep. somehow. Yep. Uh, I remember I had a buddy because when I was in, let's see, uh, 12th grade, I lived with my buddy and um, I'd always have wrestling on because, of course, I would because I didn't. I didn't go to school too often and I just watched wrestling. So, you know, he'd come by um, and like, you know, see what I was doing. And, you know, the whole Kogan would be on. And I remember, and he was down in Arizona then um, after that, he went to school down there. And I remember he wrote me a letter because, you know, it was whatever, 2001 then, because it was after. 9-11 he went and went driving around with an american flag playing uh Hogan oh real american like right on. <laughs> yeah and I, I was i was pretty proud of him that's then. great uh, yeah it was it was cool uh made me made me happy that my a little bit of my wrestling rubbed off on yeah him and, <laughs> um but i mean yeah i mean it's it's patriotism and it's somehow I don't know what it was that did it that made it just kind of turned around. Um, I don't know. I I, mean, I, 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 I have a few. I have a few ideas, and then there's there's okay. even there's even uh, friends I know that w- would say that it's it's um, it's part of something bigger that's going on, and uh, because there's there's a, a lot of self loathing of 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 uh uh western culture these days um a lot of uh you know some people uh you know feel guilty about things that maybe they shouldn't feel guilty for and uh um so it's it it got it got turned into a, a bad thing like i know as a canadian like i i Canadians have always seen Americans um, how patriotic they are as like an arrogance. And I never saw it that way. I saw it as a pride. And I, and and there was a reason uh, there's a reason to have pride. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the the United States is the the greatest country in the world. um, And uh, uh, that ever was. And I I mean that. And uh, so it's like, it's been everything's been turned upside down and and um uh you're not supposed to be proud of it anymore and if you and if and if you are then you're proud of everything bad that's ever happened and everything bad that's ever resulted rather than you know no you're proud of the good stuff like yeah there's there's some bad things yeah there's bad things happened yeah mistakes were made but all we can do is move forward and and try to do better and um and still be proud that we, I think that Western culture has led the way for, uh, you know, equality among people. And, and um, uh, uh, I'm all for equality of opportunity, not necessarily equality of outcome, uh, because I think, I think achievements should be merit-based, but um, equality, equality of opportunity. And I think Western culture, Canada, the U.S., I think we've been ahead of, of, of a lot of places um, at achieving that and people don't recognize that or appreciate it no you know they do recognize it and think yeah i think it's something that's just 
Um... Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney, como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más, comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compra con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón superiority uh on people just because of that fact mm -hmm. that um i mean the fact that they could do that even the fact that yes they, i mean it's something tom mcdonald these... says in a song it's where it's like you're you're you, you they they call it like it like like it's some sort of like like um like 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 Trump was some fascist or something that 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 uh, that ruled over people and it's like well you wouldn't be able to criticize him if that was the case that right there proves yeah. it right there that, that that's not the case because you have the ability to to speak out and criticize him and um, yeah you can say he's an asshole and you're not going to die yes so that it's right there not proves gonna it take you in the in the middle of the night that's right and uh, I mean that's it's pretty cool and i mean you can say you can say whatever you want and yeah people oh well <laughs> i'm gonna take that part back you can't say whatever you want about a lot of things but, but you can in um, a way because it, it it's the the it's the um it should be that way because the, if if you if you're espousing bad ideas then they're not going to go anywhere and 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 hopefully you get put in your place and and you learn your lesson not by being canceled but by being out argued and by be, being educated and then if everybody's going yeah. into things with the best intentions of understanding the other side then hopefully we're going to come up with the best answers and um uh it, you know i i i can't imagine that i've at, like there's there's things I've changed my mind on, like really important things along the way. There's things I where I I um I never would have thought I'd like even just uh, you know where I've come as far as like religion goes, like what I like my sort of ignorance as a kid. I wasn't really exposed to a lot to like um, full on like like adamant atheism in like around 2013 to like these days being a lot more understanding of of um, why religion's important to people. It doesn't necessarily um, mean my my belief system has changed uh, at this point, but um, I recognize like, for instance, that just the, how Christianity has shaped our culture and whether, whether I have a God belief or not doesn't change that. And so there's just a different appreciation I have uh, that I, that I didn't before. And, and um, the way things are, especially in, in like um, if you're in the public eye, it's like, you can't, you, 
if you want to survive, you have to have always thought the exact right thing and what they say the right thing is. And if you thought something else 20 years ago and there's any evidence of it, well, you're going to pay. Yeah. And it's not never the let's discuss this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yell and uh, or else not going to say a thing. It's people don't want to, you know, find common ground. It's a lot of you're with us or you're against us. And and that doesn't push anything forward ever. It just, you know, divides more and more. And um I mean, I, I was having a conversation with one of my friends recently about that, and um, I mean, yeah, it's just I, I can't think of a time recently where it's, you know, people have wanted to have a discussion about any of this stuff, and you know, it's like someone saying something to you, and you cover your ears mm. and go, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, and you're just gonna kind of keep everything stagnant the way it is and you hope that your side is going to persevere somehow or yep. um, you know stay on stay on the top there yeah but um one thing i wanted to go back to was tom mcdonald so i just recently got introduced to him um congratulations and uh yeah and i hear that so he was the guy that was working for you yeah like we um, i met him point. he was 15 i think when i met him um uh he worked a, a couple of eccw shows i think and then um i uh and then it wasn't till around 20 maybe 2012 or 2013 he he came back uh um he had one match against uh, a buddy of his named sin at the RCC. Um, and, uh, so, um, but he's always been super cool, uh, to me. And, um, we've exchanged a few messages on Twitter since, uh, um, I'd reached out to him in 2018. Um, when that song white boy came out and I was like, wow, dude, like you're telling it like it is and you're telling the truth and it's, it's really powerful and it's really important. And, um, and then when, uh, fake woke came out, I, I, yeah. I was, I was, I was tweeting about him and, and then, um, uh, exchanged a few, um, direct messages. Uh, just, I, I needed to tell him just how impressed I was that he was saying everything that needs to be said right now. And he's saying it in a way that's like reaching millions of people, like literally reaching millions of people with the most important messages right now. And I just, I can't say enough good things about the man. I really, really admire what he's done and he's done it his way independently and, uh, and working hard. And he's just, um, I I really can't say enough good things about the man. So isn't his, uh, his wife do uh, a lot of this with him, like do a, the promotion and yeah it's him and and the and the and shoot and edit his videos which are which are tremendous yeah. uh nova nova yeah. rockefeller is uh her gimmick name i think okay yeah i i think i i saw that and um because yeah at first i thought that uh that that was like 
her fucking her shoot name and I was like, okay, this this whole thing got a lot fucking different now. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, with it being a work name, I was like, oh okay, that's different. Yeah. But I've come across him too and uh you know, uh vid- there's a video he does about clones and stuff and I, I came across it in one of the, these groups I was in with him talking about cloning centers and, and shit. Oh, like wow. That. And, uh, yeah, it's been pretty, pretty interesting. The stuff that he's been talking about. And, um, I just, I would have never thought that someone would be able to have that kind of reach talking about a lot of the stuff that he's been talking. He's about. killing it's, it, man. It's so, it's just, yeah. it's, it's encouraging because like, I, um, I really started to get, I really started to get discouraged, um, about, uh, about two months ago, um, about the way things were going. And, uh, that's actually, that's when I, when I actually started listening to Zach, the future, thank goodness. But, um, the fact that Tom's getting all these number ones and he's getting these millions of downloads in a matter of days is just, it, it shows not only is he saying the important things, but there is people out there that want to hear this stuff and it's resonating. And it just, it shows me that we're not the only ones that are making sense and we're not the only ones that recognize what's, what's really going on. And, and it just gives me hope. Yeah. I mean, uh, with that kind of power, uh, I mean, he's definitely using it for something that's that's good. And without him sort of being, you know, doing everything independently and not yeah. really tainted from other outside that's sources. That's right. He doesn't have to can, answer to anybody. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, there's not really any point for him to really not be independent. No, no, he's, I mean, I think he'd be, he's, a, he's a self-made he'd be man. Yeah, and I think that could be a whole new kind of trend for uh, new artists and, you know, give a lot of... It inspired me. Like, it just, it made me think. It's like, well, if if Tom is is, is getting his voice out there and, and like, it, it's, anybody can, you know, if you put the work in and, and uh, you know, obviously it, having some talent to start with is, is, is helpful, but it's like, it just goes to show like the way that things are set up, at least currently you can, you can get your message out there. Yeah. And he's yeah doing a goddamn good job at it, man. Um, I'm trying to be a lot more I, real. Like I, I, on, on social media and all that, like I would, I would, I would hold back from, um, saying what I thought about certain things because I thought, oh, well, what if there's people that won't buy tickets to my wrestling show because they disagree with my, my stance, you know, politically or, 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 I mean, on anything really. And uh, yeah. And then it's like in this last year, it's really become very, obvious to me what is important and and wrestling for me although it it still is very important and I I do take a lot of pride in being a wrestler and everything that I've done but it's not the most important thing and the most important thing is what Tom is saying because the most important thing is our freedom and 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 our and and our freedom is like it's it's 
it's going away fast, like, and people don't even realize it. And we need to put a stop to it. And so uh, I'm not going to censor myself from saying what I know to be right and true online. And hopefully the way that I deliver it, it, it's at least like, uh, it makes a few people maybe look into things a little bit more and think, well, Scotty's a good dude. And he likes Trump. So, and he's never, I've never seen him or say or do anything racist or anything. So maybe I got the wrong idea about this guy. Maybe he's not so bad. And, you know, whether it be that or whether it be, you know, some of the things, some of my conservative leanings, um, uh, you know, not all, all of it, but there's certain parts that, that, that really resonate with me. Um, I just, I, I, I feel like that's more important than selling tickets to my wrestling shows. Now, if people want to come to my wrestling shows, cool. And if not, that's cool too. Cause even if nobody wants to come to my wrestling shows, I figured out when my company was almost done dead in the water that I'm, I'm okay. I don't need it. And I thought I, I thought I did. And, uh, so I just, I want to say what's right. And I want to, I want to make, I want to make a, um, uh, an important impact if I can. Yeah. And Tom gets a lot, Tom McDonald gets a lot of, um, credit for inspiring that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just that freedom of being able to do whatever, um, I, I, when I, uh, I had my shitty promoter, um, thing I did for a short while, um, and I mean, I thought that that was going to get me blackballed yeah. and I just, but I got to a point where I didn't care and it was like, you know, this is something that kind of needs to be out there. And if people are, you know, against me on it, that's fine. But it's like, I would feel worse, um, you know, with, with whatever, but, um, that was kind of a an interesting thing, but I, I just got to, and with some other shit, it was just, I got to a point where I didn't really care about what people thought. Exactly. Me, that's where I'm at. And even with wrestlers, like I know there's wrestlers that have the wrong idea about me and what I think and, 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 yeah, um, and, and maybe, um, think okay. Well, I'm not gonna work for for Scotty Mac then. Ah, don't work for me then. That's cool because it's just it's it's really it's. Um, I'm not gonna go uh, chasing after anybody. It's if you want to, cool. If not, that's cool too. Um, I'm yeah. gonna... your people are gonna come to you. They're, they're gonna come to you. The people who are there, and you're not gonna be thinking you're putting on some fake stuff. Yeah. To, just uh, fucking sell sell tickets. You're being you're being the genuine. That's right, you. and that's what's become. That's what's clearly what what's most important. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, being able to say you know whatever. Um, I've had a, I had a conversation recently with one of my friends, and um, I think I told you about this. How when we were both 
pretty left leaning and like um and like mine yeah mine was because uh mostly environmental mm-hmm. stuff and is was something else but um like back in you know the uh, 80s late 80s early 90s and then early 2000s it was the religious right that was all about you know censoring, censoring yeah free yeah speech. and then all of a sudden there was this this switch yeah. with it and now it's now it's the right that's um all about yep. free speech and the left has become completely intolerant yep. of it and it's i've seen a i've seen a few posts stuff. lately about how whichever side is the one that's wanting to like burn books and censor information that's <laughs> You know that's not the good side. Yeah, that's that's a damn good point. Um, yeah, I think I, I totally get that one, and with um, that can happen. And it's amazing how many people aren't saying you know stuff about you know burning his books and the the getting rid of history is is a weird oh, yeah. one for me too because. I mean, that's just, you're getting the people burning books and they're like, oh, well, this is something new, yeah. you know, that nothing, nothing bad can happen to people who burn <laughs> Nobody's books. Nobody's paying and, attention to any of, of these events happening in history and what it leads to. Yeah. And if they, there was any of that, um, I know one would be burning books and uh, it's, and it's books that are old Yeah, and it's. You know, they showed us how we got here. Yeah, and it's um yeah, it's part of part of our story, part of our heritage yep. and there's a lot of it too where um you know this this same these same groups are saying that uh that we're killing other people's heritages but then we're killing our own at yep. the same time. We're killing uh, you know, what we've yep. gone through and it's, and yeah, I guess this, you know, it's the cool part to, um, be the victim for someone else to get some sort of thing. I, I think it was sort of, uh, and then it, what was, I was saying that, you know, it was like the, first first guy that you know started um uh, you know standing up for you know the first guy to call himself a mm-hmm. feminist mm-hmm. and like and he got laid yeah. and then like that word got passed <laughs> on and then it's like you can get laid if you do this pretty sure oh that's my a lot of the thinking for oh people. good call and, oh my gosh and yeah yeah because you know what the male feminists the guys that actually like i i'm all for equality among everybody i don't care male female whatever race whatever uh (laughs) you fuck whoever you want except for kids and animals leave them alone perfect um but uh uh um where are we going with that 
I got lost at, at, at uh, leaving the kids and the animals alone. <laughs> that, that's, that's in the right place. Well, well, to segue on that part, there was, uh, and I don't know how the whole um, wanting to stop child trafficking uh, became a right wing thing. Only for, for <laughs> a right wing thing. Like, how the fuck is that? Do you guys not care about this? this it's a conservative a viewpoint. All right, bigot. It's a conservative yeah. viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, how? Like, and then, you know, I don't even, that was something I just didn't understand. Because, I mean, that was a whole big deal right there when, you know, the uh, the Epstein stuff came out. But, I mean, that was stuff that people have been saying for years um you know so it's just been kind of the the laugh about it kind of secret um and it's they're still trying to keep it a secret and there's certain people that don't want to keep it a secret and uh it just gets harder and harder to um hear that that's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack and that That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Aprovecha los precios más bajos de la temporada de JCPenney. Como toallas de baño Home Expressions Quick Dry a solo $4.88. Y encuentra aún más ahorros en botas para damas y jeans para él y ella de marcas como St. John's Bay, Mutual Weave, Arizona y más. Comenzando en $21.88 cada uno. Compre con estilo. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas hasta el 23 de octubre en selección de estilos. Los precios más bajos de la temporada se refiere al periodo del 31 de julio al 23 de octubre. Se excluyen del cupón to doubt that I, that I'm on the, the right side of things with the, well, you know, with where I stand. If, 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 uh, being pro Trump is, uh, being anti, uh, human trafficking, uh, <laughs> I don't think there's any shame in that. Yeah. I, I'd agree with you right there. And I mean, like, uh, Portland, I mean, has a shitload of it. Portland. I mean, that's what they're known for. And I mean, like I did, uh, a bunch of research with a couple of my friends who were uh, comedians out that way. Oh, that's got to uh, be rough, uh, rough, rough state to try to do comedy in. Oh, holy shit. Okay, so, uh, so you can uh, talk about uh, cats or orange man bad and <laughs> that was it. That, that was it and, and then i i did a show in minneapolis uh i think that was probably the last one i i did um and i got there and every single comedian had some joke about trump wow. uh and it's just wow. i mean it's it's low hanging fruit, but I mean that's what. But uh, every single one, like, oh my gosh! Every single one. I was the last person up, and um, so I had I had to sit through this whole fucking show of people just like, oh well, here comes another one coming up. I I can feel yep. it, and uh, and 
if you say shit up against comedians, I mean they're they're all ganging up on you, and yeah, they are just you know you say something, you make a joke that's not not okay to say, then and you're you're pretty fucked. Um, you know you're getting getting blackballed, and um, but then it's a lot of these people they have these uh, these safe spaces uh-huh. and. That's where the the worst people are. Yeah. Uh, they they they're the people that. So the sp- safe spaces are made for people who, you know, have been fucked with one yeah. way or another, uh, and you know they want to be able to have their spot. But then there's these people that come in, uh, men, women, whatever, that are just yeah. predators who, you know, are in there because it's. Easy so that's a place right where and... they can find a bunch of weak people to prey on. That just it's like uh-huh. a smorgasbord for a predator. Yeah, and I mean they start backing all these people, telling about how great they are. And I mean, like every predator that there has been in the Portland comedy scene since I started in uh, 2012 has been part of the Safe Space group of yep, some sort. There we go. And all, all, all backed by those people, and so, I mean, I'm, I'm hesitant. I mean, I have a definitely have some friends in those groups, um, but like, you know, I, I just always tell them to watch out, and I'm, I tell them I don't want to, you know, go to your shows, and because I can start spotting these weird fucking people that are kind of sneaking in yep. there, and then all of a sudden you start hearing stories. Like, well, no shit. This person is going to do something like that. And um, and it sucks. There's not, there needs to be someone there to kind of kind of protect that flock, I guess, would be the way to do it. I'd, um, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've, been, I've been thinking about uh, just saving all of humanity. Never, I, I haven't got to the part where we're protecting the, 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 those that are seeking the safe space and are getting manipulated from within i haven't even begun to think about that but i do uh that's unfortunate that's an unfortunate uh situation they're they're in there yeah and i mean yeah i've been seeing that a lot too with uh and i i don't know and it's one of those things too like the the groups or people or um, companies that have to talk about how, you know, uh, open and, uh, you know, and inclusive and and everything else, like, people are going to just know, like, if, you know, they've been that way, but... I mean, some people they put that up, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't fucking trust that yep. shit. Like, you're you're covering yep. up for something, and that's just kind of bringing those same people yep. in. Um, just those predators just wait for it, and they they lurk there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've that's yeah definitely one thing I've got out of it, but. Like I love doing comedy out in uh, out in the country. I bet it's, it's a blast. Actually, um, isn't in Oregon? Isn't say. it like a lot of uh, uh, red outside of Portland? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Except for yeah, like Portland and Eugene. Okay. Um, and that's really about it. Is other than that, it's it's really fucking red and um. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy, and then yeah, like out here, it's. I mean, I could I can say whatever I want as long as I. I mean, if I go into Minneapolis, I can't. But if I'm down here, or else I go and, you know, do some shows down in Iowa. I can say, whatever the fuck I want, and people are are gonna be, cool with it. Um, and even when I was running my shows, I was running shows, um, where I grew up, which is twenty twenty five minutes um, south of Portland, and. Uh, I mean, I I let my people say whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they wanted to, and I I mean, I had a different crowd there. I didn't have the, um, you know, because it's, you know, most of the shows in Portland, a lot of the comics are there, and then, you know, they'll be looking for that one person who's kind of like the top shit yeah, comic, yeah. like you know, looking to, uh, yeah, right, they're cooked and. Yeah, ride their coattails and look over and see if they're laughing or if they're, you know, giving some disapproved mm-hmm. kind of face. And um, yeah, and so it was it was nice to stay away from that. And then uh, yeah, I just I got I got tired of that. I so I was happy just running my own shows or if if I had some buddies that would do shows kind of out of town i'd do it but i mean um and like when i was living in northern idaho that was a fucking blast doing shows there i loved that Uh, those were those were my people there i did a show in Um, coeur d'alene idaho once matt matt born i did Ah. too you did yeah um, matt born um rick steiner raven um uh, who did I wrestle in that? I think I wrestled the Black Dragon, and uh, oh, okay. um, but yeah, I was at a casino in Coeur d'Alene. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a different different crowd there. Coeur d'Alene's fucking yeah. beautiful. Um, I, I loved it there. Uh, I lived in a town that was forty five minutes north of there. Um, for a while, and then I was living in a town right next to it called Hayden. And uh, but there was so there was this movie that came out. I don't know how long ago, um, maybe ten years ago. It's called Kid Cannabis, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's about these two guys that are just out of high school, kind of rejects, um, and they would go and go up over the border and, you know, we're bringing weed back over the border and bringing it in Coeur d'Alene. And so there was this whole deal in Coeur d'Alene, you know, there was some like real, like the big dealer in town was getting, you know, mad at them for coming in on his, on his yeah. money and shit. And, um, but it, it was a pretty interesting movie, but then, yeah, one of the guys, uh, yeah, one of the guys got put in jail for a long time, and then the other guy, I think he got put in jail for a bit, and then uh, he ended up like 
How much? Uh, how much acting have you done? Into some bar um, fight a few years back, and uh, uh, you did. Uh, I saw you on background doing background on Portlandia. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did quite a bit of that. Um, I can sort of remember. I did. Uh, if I think about that. Uh, Portlandia um, documentary now. Um, uh, what are the other ones? Uh, fuck uh, the librarians. Okay, so the librarians was the show. And I got to do a scene with fucking, uh, where I get to, like, put my oh, arm, yeah. <laughs> like, around Rebecca Romaine. And, uh, that was, that was one of the coolest fucking things, uh, I think I've done. Uh, cause, I mean, yeah, when she was yeah, big, yeah. I was 12 or 13 years old, so... I've that, got that a, was, I've got a, flip, a cool thing uh, to come up to that. And then, um, um, it, this this was a I, I didn't really know who this actress was. Yeah. Her name's uh, Laura Bell Bundy. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I think she had a. I think I saw her on like Laura a sitcom a few years ago, and she was um, she had one of the main roles in the first big movie I did, which was a I was the stunt del- the stunt double for Ricky Schroeder in a CMT playing movie to the mat. Um, and I, I got thrown over the top rope to the Laura Bell Bundy's feet. And she's got her, um, her legs, like her, her arms wrapped around her knees up on the, on the seat of the thing. That was like, but that was the spot. Like she was supposed to curl up like that. And then she she needed me to move, and then because she said that she was afraid yeah. she was gonna fart, and it was like, oh man, like because she's like kind of a hot chick, <laughs> right? Like it was just really it was like the opposite of your Rebecca Romaine yeah. arm around thing because it was like, you know, it was she was she's not like smoking or anything. It's not like 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 whoa, but she's like, you know, she's an attractive blonde girl. Yeah, but but without talking pretty, about pretty pretty right here, I'm, I'm just you know that uh, kind of yeah. it affects the it, for me it affects yeah. how you know um, I'm not saying that girls can't fart fart away, but just you know don't talk about it in front of the stunt man at your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they, just for a bit I mean even if even if she did fart, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have it. acknowledged it. I would have been polite and just. You know, moved away, rolled away, but uh, no, I had to say it. Yeah. Um. So, I, okay, going back to movies, I, I want to talk about uh, about Kayfabe the movie. Um. So that's my favorite movie. It became my favorite movie. I love it, uh, Christina, my wife. It was her favorite movie it. as well. She um, saw it before she ever knew me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then she's like, yeah. oh, you're that guy sick, from right? I knew I was I knew I Holy was booked. shit. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. You know you're booked when yeah. the chick seen you in a movie before she meets you. <laughs> <laughs> then, I, then I married her. I could talk like that cuz I married her. Yeah. 
Well, that's pretty fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, that movie's so fucking great. Uh, I don't, so what, how'd that come about? Um, I don't know who's talked about this movie before. Well, there's a, there's a, or what, um, talented writer named Mike Scully here, uh, in town. It's good friends with, uh, the rocket, Randy Tyler and, um, and their buddy, um, uh, Mike Rizzo. And, and so the three of them, they, I don't know if, uh, out of the three who came up with it, but I'm pretty sure those are the three that, that wrote the script, the rocket actually being a wrestler. He, he, you know, he took from a lot of real life experiences with, uh, the Al Thompson being based on a promoter here called Al Tomko. And, um, and so there's, it was, a lot of it was just the rockets experience in wrestling combined with, um, Mike Scully and Mike Raven's, uh, you know, writing talents and comedic talents. And, um, and then uh, Dropkick Murphy and the Ladies' Choice and I, we got pretty, you know, we were pretty chummy with uh, the Rocket in the locker room. And he, you know, he knew what he wanted. Same Mike Roselli as well. They, they knew what they wanted as far as like a cast goes. And um, so uh, they figured uh, I would work really well for cast of Supernova. And I am, um, I loved it. It's by the, you know, by the end of, we, we were shooting it for, I think it was like two or three weeks. I think bottom line is by the, by the end of the shoot, I wanted it to be a series. Cause I had really got like, really, uh, really enjoying the, the, the Robert LaFontaine role. It just how oblivious, how oblivious he was to, you know, how, how gay he would act. And it was so innocent um and uh uh yeah i I mean i even thought it would be interesting because at at the end of kayfabe um i mean maybe i don't want to blow the spot uh if if someone's gonna go watch it i know it is uh, on on youtube at full length (laughs) um but um uh but uh yeah there's a bit of a twist and and things aren't uh the way they seem but um, I was very fortunate to, to um, they, you know, I just sort of read some lines with them uh, and, and they thought I'd be a good fit for, for Robert LaFontaine. And, and then um, Dropkick got to be um, um, Lucky, yeah, Lucky Lupacek, Lucky 316. Lucky um, Lupacek? Yeah. Uh, uh, and and it was a yeah. great time, and I'm really proud of it because mockumentary, my favorite genre. So, um, I really, really like The Office. The British, the British um, Office is my favorite. Um, uh, like obviously, besides uh, Saved by the Bell, and uh, I'd say Kids in the Hall is up there for me too. But the British Office is just perfection, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's a damn good you know what's funny right man there. this is going to um, become a gimmick for us because I yeah. have to cut our podcast short again for the second time we've tried to go into the showdown the running cool. joke then is that there is we Perfect. it's like we keep trying to get to the showdown and uh, and we have so much to talk about that we don't end up <laughs> getting to it and I don't mind because I'm I think I think we touched on some really important things I don't, today. I don't, I don't um, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
I'm going to push this on my social media because um, I I was I was really happy with some of the things that uh, the points we were making and um, you know who knew that 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 so much would come from uh, a podcast about Saved by the Bell. It, you know what? It all yeah. comes down to that. Say by the bell brings uh, it all together. But uh, always a pleasure to, uh, talking yeah. to you, man. And um, so I uh, let's let's do another yeah, one um, early next week, and uh, and maybe we'll get to the showdown, and maybe we won't. But we'll let's keep doing this. <laughs> that sounds great. All right, buddy. My well, pleasure. I really enjoyed for, it. Uh, being on and. Uh... Yeah, well, okay, cool, brother. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to the show. That is episode 10 in the books. And for some reason, I have this different voice that I use when I'm doing these as opposed to my voice while I'm having the conversations. But this is my intro and outro voice because I'm recording this in post. But I'm not chopping it up. This is still live, so you'll still hear me stop talking or slow down or stumble over my words because that is real. And that's what this podcast is. This podcast is real. This podcast is doing way better than my old podcast, the Public Access Podcast. That was on YouTube.com, the website. You can check it out there. There's three seasons or something, 52 episodes each. So there's a lot of content out there. You can find it. It's easy to find. You can kind of find out who I am. But that's uh, in the future. So get out there. And so that's the show, man. Obtén los precios más bajos de la temporada en Macy's y compra ofertas increíbles para que el otoño sea tu temporada. Como un 60% menos en aretes de diamantes para mejorar cualquier look. Cúbrete con un 50-65% menos en abrigos para toda la familia. Y un 40-75% en ropa de cama, baño y decoración, justo a tiempo para el clima frío. Además, descarga la app gratis de Macy's hoy por aún más de los precios más bajos de la temporada. Ahorros sobre precios regulares en oferta de liquidación aplican excepciones. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 